Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96 FM. Giving up the booze is a very big step for a lot of people. I think it's fair to say we would rather cut down, but cutting down and being mindful can change your outlook on socialising and the whole social scene. That's what Jerry Raftery found. Jerry, good morning to you. Good morning, Gareth. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, well, I think they're all okay. I think a lot of them are That's probably right. not listening this morning because they're probably okay, in Okay, they're resting. <laughs> yeah, are the Canaries or Spain or Portugal or whatever. Lucky right, them. Right. Lucky them. Tell me your story. Now, first of all, you're a mindfulness teacher, aren't you? That's right. I've been teaching mindfulness for about uh, 10 years, uh, sometimes in, in the Cork area, Mitchellstown, Charleville, uh, Newtown, Shandon, places like that. Um, and I've been working, I suppose, during COVID, I, I reached the age of 70 around COVID, so I suppose a certain amount of retirement uh, kicked in at that stage. Mm-hmm. But I worked then voluntarily with the group in Tipperary um, last year and early this year uh, doing mindfulness. Um, they were a cancer support group. Uh, a lot of the people in the group were in treatment for cancer. A uh, very tough kind of situation, but very powerful, very honest and I wasn't going to mention alcohol and mindfulness in the group, but one of the men in the group said, uh, I drink two glasses of wine a week. That's what's recommended for me, he said, and I enjoy my two glasses of wine in the week. Uh, that got me thinking about mindfulness and drinking and uh, my own drinking. Now, I don't think I'm in the hazardous, I didn't think I was in the hazard hazardous reason of drinking, but when I began to look at my own drinking and then try to reduce it, my drinking, uh, to what is the supposed to be the healthy level because uh, we have standards around low-risk drinking. And like drink in itself, there's nothing wrong with it. It's very good for you. And it's very good for individuals, for society, for sociability and so forth. But it's when we start drinking too much that it can become a problem. But I was looking at my own drinking. I didn't think I had a problem and I probably hadn't a problem but I was drinking more than the recommended amount. I was above the number of points that one should drink units. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I said, I'll cut back now and I'll try and work out the recommended instead of two bottles of wine, maybe one bottle of wine. And as I was doing that, I found, oh my God, after the second glass, sure, why can't I have another drink? Yeah. And eventually I decided just to, to give up. It was easier in one way to give up altogether then to start uh, reducing it. That's, that was my story. It's not necessarily everybody's story, but it can be a challenge to to reduce uh, your consumption of alcohol. Um, and then, you know, there's a whole lifestyle that I used to look forward to my drink. Uh, I wouldn't drink every night. I would drink maybe th- four nights a week. I would drink on a Thursday, right over the weekend. 
a few alcohol-free nights that was supposed to be recommended. But so I look forward to the drink. Uh, so and then going away on holidays, uh, my wife doesn't drink. So I wasn't. And then during COVID, one couldn't go out. But going away on holidays, going away for a break, I'd always enjoy going into a pub for a pint. And I had to begin to change that. So the habits you get into, it's difficult to to change the habit of drinking as well as. The, the the fondness for the the taste of it, if you know what I mean. It's it's yeah, it's got that physiological. Um, Absolutely, yes, yeah. Because it's I, I drink, almost, it's I, not a dependence, but it's it's almost like the body is relying on it. It becomes so used to it, doesn't it? It does. Yes, you just want another one. Like I I, I drink the odd um, glass of non-alcoholic beer, and I just have one of them. Yeah. But if I had uh, a pint of Guinness, I'd want another one. Or a glass of wine. I want. There's something. There is something, as you say, physiological uh, in the alcohol that draws that that that, that draws you in. Um, so, so when so, you decided to cut down, Jerry, um, and you, you and it is a, a very good point you make that giving it up is probably easier than cutting cutting down on it. And I think most people probably find that who try to cut back on it because it's it's very difficult to sustain the lower it, amount that you cut back to, isn't it? Oh, it is, it is. I think we need, like, there's no point in going down the, the, the abstentionist, moralistic kind of approach. That's not going to work. And in fact, if you look at the statistics, uh, about 75% of Irish people drink alcohol, but about 50% of those drink it in what's called a hazardous way. They're, they're drinking more than they should be drinking. And maybe about 10% of that group are drinking, they can't stop drinking and they really need, need help. But it's the people in the hazardous area who need to begin to do something about it, I think, that, that 50% of people who are drinking more than they should. And the first step that I took and the first step that I think anybody should take is um, how much am I drinking, really? And be honest about it. Because I, I knew I, I wasn't really being honest myself about the amount I was drinking. Um, and you, you can't ma- manage what you can't measure or you don't measure. Mm. So try to, how, how often are you drinking? How much are you drinking? How much are you spending on alcohol? And maybe the harm reduction approach then would be to begin to, to modify that, reduce that, uh, maybe one night a week less drink, uh, drinking, one less drink on a night, uh, or have a budget for your drinking. Uh, that would be another thing. Because most of us don't really know how much we're spending, and we end up spending far more than we actually uh, want to believe on, on on alcohol. And nowadays, when you look at here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze. Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The cost of living crisis. Um, you have all these people recommending how we should manage our finances. I never see anybody saying, maybe have one or two drinks less, one less bottle of wine in the week, uh, one less pint on the night out. And in th- those, we don't... Uh, see that connection between uh, between money and uh, and our drinking. So I think we, to to go take the harm harm reduction approach is how much am I drinking? How much is good for me? And how can I begin to modify? And then we get caught up in um, to try to take control of your own drinking as well, because very often we're afraid to say no. I often find myself in situations where you end up drinking as much as the heaviest drinker in the group. The last man standing, you know, and uh, that's kind of crazy. So we need to take responsibility. How much am I going to drink tonight? When is my stop off point? But it takes a lot of courage because I know people will mock you and say, for God's sake, you know, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. And I know when I told people that I was giving up drink, I said, for God's sake, you, you have no problem with drinking. But then I don't have a problem with drinking, but I found the only way I could manage. And then we get to see the benefits of it not just financial, but just health-wise as well, that there are benefits in, in not drinking. Also, when I was doing some research, uh, when I was trying to work on this, this is about six months ago I, I gave it up, I looked at H, an HRB report on uh, on alcohol in Ireland. The one came out recently, now there's lots of reports in the examiner about the findings of, of the recent report. But in this report, one of the things they highlighted was older people now, I don't know what age you are, Gareth, but I'm over 65. And over yeah. 65s, older people, it is quite a problem for older people, uh, and they don't realise it. And th- there's all sorts of things like the body, as you get older, can't handle as much drink as you could handle when you were in your 40s or 50s or whatever. There's also your balance. There was a piece in the examiner the other day about balance. And as we get older, it's more difficult to, to keep your balance. Mm. And if you're taking alcohol, you're more likely to slip or fall. And then, God knows what kind of damage you could end up impairing yourself in some way or other. Um, and then also people, older people are, can be on medication. Um, and they can, if they're not drinking, if they're drinking alcohol, they might forget to take the medication. They might mix the medication with the, with the alcohol, which mightn't be good either. And then the strokes and dementias. So there's all sorts of more risks involved with old. So I think I would be appealing to older people who are drinking hazardously to begin to look at their drinking and see in what way they can um, change it, cut it back. Also, you're on a fixed income. I know, I know that as an older person. Yeah. If you're living on a pension, you're living on a fixed income and you can't afford as much. So there's all sorts of factors there. So I think that thing about the, the, the older person, uh, I don't want to go down, as I said, the whole abstentionist model. The harm reduction approach is one that's, I was just looking at a definition of harm reduction. It's about compassionate pragmatism rather than any kind of moralistic idealism. So I wouldn't want to be going down the moralistic route or give mm-hmm. it up altogether. But just to be pragmatic, practical in your own situation. Uh, and then the culture, it's so difficult in the culture. One of the things I found difficult uh, during the summer 
uh, watching the the, the the championships of the football and hurling. Now, I'm from Galway originally, so I had great hopes that they were dashed no more than the Cork hopes, but Cork had a great win on Sunday. Though. But watching the, 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 the football and hurling, the championship, these ads would come on at the break, and you'd be all excited, and these fantastic ads would come on for alcohol. And I found those very difficult. And the, there's, there's legislation now about alcohol advertising in the media. And I think that's something that, uh, that needs to be taken into consideration. So I had to kind of be mindful and, 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 and cop on to myself when I saw these beautiful, uh, these, these beautiful ads. So there's, it's not, once you're in the habit of drinking alcohol, enjoy alcohol. And enjoying alcohol, it can be very difficult to, to, to move away from it. So as I said, the mindfulness bit, there's one quote um, in mindfulness that I, I, I use very often in courses, and um, people seem to uh, get a lot out of it. And it's it's a line from, uh, I think you you, you work in, in, in this area, uh, from Viktor Frankl, you probably heard of the oh, yes. Search for Meaning and, and all of that. What yeah. a brilliant book. That's right, yeah. Mm. yeah very, very powerful, yeah, and his own story is super. But here's a line, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. And in our response lies our growth and our freedom. And that's what mindfulness is. It's that kind of awareness in that moment. Somebody asks you, they have a drink, and more often we don't, it's a stimulus then, or the, you see the ad on television, but between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And that's what mindfulness is. Taking that space, will I, won't I? And as he says, in that response lies our growth and our freedom. So we're free to choose whether to take a drink or not to take a drink. Um, so I think mindfulness can be helpful there. Yeah, you've just reminded me to go back and read that Viktor Frankl book again. It's a wonderful book. I think it's a book oh, for the time, really. Yes, yeah. I mean, the time we're going through at the moment, I think it's... Um, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jerry, yeah, it's, yeah. Great, it's great to talk to you, and thank you so much for sharing your story with us this morning. Thank you, Gareth. Thanks for giving me the time and the opportunity. Take bye-bye. Care. Thank you. That's Jerry Raftery there. Um, a mindfulness teacher, Personal Minds Milestones. Well, a lovely name for a company. Personal Milestones and uh, former chair Cork Local Alcohol and Drugs Task Force. Uh, so thank you, Jerry. Lovely to talk to you. Cork's 96 FM. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.